Monday sucked. Till we came. Allegedly. Hello and welcome to another episode of Allegedly NYC. I'm Nomi Ruiz. And I'm Ava San Jorge. And we are your drunk bitches today. <laughs> <laughs> we're so hungover. <laughs> I can't. We're drinking um, water. We're the drinking first time fucking... in allegedly history, Nomi and I are drinking <laughs> seltzer water. Because Nomi was twerking. I was having duck uh, downtown. Like, I don't like... What happened? Hashtag nothing happens. Hashtag we don't talk about this. <laughs> I cannot. I, uh, I was... There may be evidence out there. Girl. I went to see... Um, Malibu Mitch last night, Gorge. who is amazing. She slayed. Beautiful. Um, yeah, so you can understand what, where yeah, I'm at. Things happens. I know. Well, you know, good luck to those runners out there. Oh my God. This, today's go, a marathon. Go, 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 the marathon. Nomi's, can I say your boyfriend? Yes. Okay, go up. Nomi's boyfriend fucking did it in what, two hours? That's two crazy. Two hours and a half, I think. Oh my God. I <laughs> would still be in Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> like I was dying. joking because there's an app you can use to track it. Yeah. Track the runner. And I'm like, Ava's probably, I'll be like, why is your tracking at uh, Ponchitos? Ponchitos. And now she's at Rainbow. Like, I don't I'm understand. Like, it's not moving. <laughs> and I'd be calling my like, girl, I can't. Meet me for brunch. I'm like, she's like, I gave up. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Go run, baby, run. Run, run, run for your life, bitch. God damn it. You're doing it because I, I ain't. Oh my God. Libra. Los artistas geniales del zodiac. We need a moment of silence. Today, an angel was born with a beautiful cloak <laughs> and fresh cheekbones. Oh, just straight out of the bag. Hi, hi, like Maleficent. We lost Walter Mercado today. Oh, Walter Mercado, rest in peace. Oh my God, what a life, what a legacy. Like, I remember my grandmother, like, watching, you know, Telemundo and, you know, Everyone shut up. Like, it's like, shh, 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 shh. Oh, literally. Yeah, seriously. When he would come on, we needed to shut up. And then yeah. she would uh, uh, um, uh, tell us our, you know, she would interpret it in English for us to, you know, oh, right. Libra. This Libra. The, yeah. And then, I, you know. Capricornio. <laughs> I can't. What was, a, was what a, non-binary? <laughs> down. I she was looking like a, Blanche Durrell towards the end. She was the, my, the first non-binary person <laughs> yeah, I exactly. knew. Exactly. <laughs> They. Yeah, very them. Um, so like, yeah, major, major loss in the Latin community today. I know, major, major, they'll major. Always, they'll always be with us, always in spirit. And would you say reading for the gods? Reading for the gods. Oh my god, I love that <laughs> reading for the gods. Reading forever. Oh, a fresh a another teapot. Oh, excuse Steamy. me. You know, Steamy. it is quite cold in here. I keep a cup of tea. <laughs> I'm gonna put on my heat. Oh my god. <laughs> At a recent gender reveal party in Iowa, a Oof. woman was struck by a flying piece of debris when an explosion occurred that was intended to reveal the child's gender. Oh, fuck, girl. <laughs> now you don't have a grandmother. <laughs> shit, surprise. This shit has gotten out of hand. Honestly, when did this all start happening? Like, why is this this huge, crazy girl. thing? I don't understand this whole gen. Like, it's now it's dangerous first. Now it's dangerous. First of all, it's like, it, it's just imposing these like further these ideals more of like parties male first and female, of all like pink and blue like, i know girl girl my would if i would do it would be black <laughs> <laughs> i saw a meme it was so funny it's like a, a volcano that puts out pink fo- uh, smoke and they're like this, this is getting out of hand guys 
<laughs> oh my god i would never do that shit you know i honestly there's Girl. so many parties like first of all you get if you like there's the the uh baby shower and then there's you know the christenings and that this what depending what like the giving birth was the reveal party yeah <laughs> be surprised how about that i would love a surprise I, that's I the only surprise you're out, gonna get i'll be like this will be it oh, let's take yeah. a guess well you guys know my stance on that so duck next time you go to Girl, gender I mean, release parties party. just, I mean, people look so dumb it's like one party sparked a wildfire in arizona that burned Christ. 47 acres of land no. and caused more than eight million dollars in damages it better have been a. <laughs> <laughs> was it a girl? A girl? Was it a girl or was a boy? It a girl? <laughs> in Australia, a car was used to puff out blue smoke, and oh it, it it burst into flames, and the so driver this, and everyone had to run. This is worse than the jewel pen. <laughs> you know what? I, I I feel like there's gonna be like a reality show that's like gender reveal craziness. Oh my god, I can't. I may watch. I that. will totally watch it because I want to <laughs> see people die. Guess at this point. <laughs> Oh my god! Sorry, oh, grandma. Sorry. Oh, how did co- grandma what die? What color is your well, tea? <laughs> it's a rose tea. We actually have it on video. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, D- techno DJ and producer Nina Kravitz. Uh huh. It was recently got a backlash for posting a photo Yikes. where she was wearing cornrows. Uh huh. People were saying she's culturally appropriating. You know that oh, whole right that whole conversation. Right, right. And so she Uh-oh. responded on a now deleted tweet that read, mm. no, "Nothing's ever deleted, darling." Girl, we got the screenshot. Yep, everyone screws <laughs> out mad quick these days. She wrote, "Facts checking for those who didn't know, I am not white European. Braids is a part of many cultures. Here is an opinion from a history teacher. I can't imagine how it could be. The technique of hair braiding is found in multiple cultures worldwide. Vikings and other Europeans did it, and Eskimos too. Native Americans did it. Ancient Romans and Greeks and, and Middle Easterners did it. Chinese and Japanese and Korean people did it. Sailors in the British Navy did it, and of course, Africans did it too in a wide variety of styles. Nobody." Owns hair braiding. This was an, a tweet. I thought you had to do under uh, <laughs> how many characters? How many characters? Oh no, is she, that? she like posted a photo. Oh, of text. I, that's smart. Okay. Um, how do you feel about that? Because I'm like in. I mean, like you know what? For me, it's like you can wear your cornrows, but like understand that it's different when a person of color wears cornrows because like they get fired from their jobs. Word. They get kicked out of schools. They, they can't find a job. Yeah. You know, it's different. Or they can't play in their, in their uh, uh, sports games because of, you know, the, right. you heard they saw that kid that, you know, they cut off his dreads. Yeah. You know? It's very different. And, yeah. And like, it's cultural. Like, it's, it's cultural. And um, I don't know. I think these days, I think that you have to be wa- very aware of your fashion. Yeah, well, you know what? Wear your cornrows, but don't say shit. Don't just shit. Like, just don't, own it. Don't try to give us a history lesson when no. we need to give you a history lesson, darling. Like, go, you know, yeah. it's just different. Like, with with g- white girls, it's, like, seen as, like, fashion. Right. And if, like, a black person wears it, it's seen as, like, I don't know. Yeah, well, what? when everyone started wearing, like, kerchiefs on their hair, and I, in my friend, uh, remember Lauren? She was, she was wearing it. I'm like, well, I don't want to wear it because I look like, I don't want to... Like right, because you're scared to be like uh, stereotyped. Stereotyped, exactly. And um, thank you. I'm a little again. Yeah. I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> no, sorry, <laughs> but no. I just felt like it, I was. It's not like a costume, you know. Like you're gonna, you're not gonna. This is a fad for you. You know what I mean? You're only gonna wear it for it's like three weeks. It's almost the same thing as the conversation we had about the hoop earrings. Exactly. Exactly. Bit. I I don't know. 
I mean, that was a little different because that was, I guess, a culture trying to own that. Yeah. And also, if you're trying to, like, pay tribute to, like, I don't know. How would you feel? How would, how do we feel about Gwen Stefani with the Harajuku shit that she did, like, a She does ago? that shit a lot. She does that shit a lot. Like, that's something, if we're going to go there, let's just bring everyone into this. Because, like... See, I but she know. didn't give us try to give us a history lesson. About, no, no, like, she's like, listen, why? I I love me some. I love to go to Jap- Japan. I live for the Jap- Harry Harry Juku right. girls. I think she was like paying tribute to like the adorableness inspired of it, by. inspired by it. And the, I don't know, it's it's rough. I know we should ask our favorite uh, Latina, <laughs> Lana Del Rey. How she feels about it. <laughs> well, Nina also received flack for calling one of her songs "Ghetto Kravitz." And then she responded again. Mm. And she says, this is racism and should not be tolerated. She should stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, Polish Jews would be very surprised to discover that a word ghetto exclusively belongs to African-American culture. No, it... Oh God, you know, this is touchy. But again, it's like when people refer to people of color as ghetto, they don't say it as a cute no, fashion they, way. No, no, they, they, they usually they, say it to like insult down people. To, talk, yeah. yeah, talk down to people. Exactly. I don't know. This is that's a rough one. That's a rough one. Let us know what you think. Guys. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Because I sometimes I'm sensitive towards it. Sometimes I'm not. I'm very. If, I, 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 you know what? I think people wear what you want, right? But understand where it comes from and the difference when a, some someone of color wears it, and understand why people react that way. Like yeah. she should just been understanding it and been like, you know what? I I hear where you're coming from. I get it. I totally right. get it. You know. Right. Whatever, wear your fucking cornrows. Wear your fucking cornrows. Like, but, like, do it don't right. go on Twitter and, and just, try to like school us on like why you, people shouldn't be reacting the way they do. I a hundred percent agree with you on that. Oh, oh another. It's getting warmer. I do need some tea. <laughs> we, we actually need a lot of tea. tea. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of champagne. Yeah, we skipped the champagne um, today. <laughs> you sent me this. Scientists are developing a pill that could help you forget bad memories. I thought you would love that, girl. I was already trying to like order it online. I was like, is this a chewable? <laughs> That's what I, said. I was like, does it come with Flintstone vitamin? <laughs> they, so it's, so it's like, like at the pill, like I have to take it in the morning before girl, I go. <laughs> I will take my prep, my birth control and my memory pill. And my memory pill. <laughs> and my multivitamin. Yeah. <laughs> so this pill, they tested it on 60 people with broken hearts. Uh, oh. 60 people signed up for the psychiatric study who had experienced the same emotion, the betrayal of their partner ending the romantic relationship, and they all wanted to forget it. Mm-hmm. Using a blood pressure drug called propanol, 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 propanol. If we can't pronounce it, I ain't taking it. <laughs> What'd you call me? What is it? Like, I'm being, is that your wife's name or the pill you take to fuck her? <laughs> God, I missed that show. I love that show. <laughs> So the volunteers were made to record painful memories by reading a very detailed account of the breakup that they had written before being asked personal questions about their feelings. Mm. I feel like I've done this. (laughs) They were made to... I feel like they should do those tests in back of village voice. I never. feel like this is when my when my ex read my diary. Ooh. Maybe he needed that pill. That I think he needed a crush and stuff it. <laughs> they were made to do this between four and six times while under the influence of the drug, with the aim of reactivating the memory to decrease its strength by blocking the synapse changes needed to solidify its existence. Hmm. See, I think I would use it for like trauma more than breakups because breakups I get over, you know. Well, breakups cause trauma, which no, we're gonna get into. No, we're gonna get into. But like, topic. no, I mean, like something like if he didn't call, you know, I I rather to I rather 
like if, if if I was like raped, I would like to forget about that. I would take. I mean, to, I, I feel like this is what they're. Yeah, they're trying to get there. They're you know? talking about. Yeah, like some sort of violent, horrible thing that I love to erase. You right. know, not like some basic bitch. No, like being like, oh my god, my boyfriend cheated on me. Yeah, exactly. Like bitch. Well, participants said they were able to turn the page and were no longer obsessed with by the person or the relationship. Mm. Really, girl. So it worked. All right, I'll take a. I'll take a. I a, wonder if it bottle. like actually erases the memory or just erases the feeling that's attached to the memory. So gag it. So if you're walking down the street and somebody like they 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 come up to you is like, oh my god, Mary, what's going on? She's like, you are. <laughs> oh my god, it's like Inception. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> I'm sorry. I we I don't think um, we've ever met. I don't think we're she's a like really twitch. Mary. And she's like, <laughs> she's like twitching. Yeah, she's totally twitching. She's, she's like triggered, but it's yeah, like, she's like she's starting to activate. You know? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this kind of spills over into today's topic. Today, yes. we're speaking about a phobia called pistanthrophobia. Mm. Now, pistanthrophobia is an irrational fear of trusting others. Yeah. It's something that sounds pretty normal to be cautious and beware right. you know, of misplaced trust. But with pistanthrophobia, there is a much more deep-seated level of distrust. That's heavy. Yeah, it's like... Mm-hmm. It's an anxiety-related phobia that often makes it impossible to even participate or navigate your way through relationships. relationships. And it also manifests itself as a really intense jealousy. Yes, yes. Um, I could see that, you know, traumas of relationships and carrying it over and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it makes it difficult to even, like, you know... I mean, trust is one of the main ingredients in a a healthy relationship. Yeah, 100%. So when you suffer from this, it sort of, like, makes it impossible to like have one or like you know it's very easy to destroy your relationships when you're suffering from this and not realize that you're at, you actually have something that you need to deal with you know? exactly and not keep on running um patterns so yeah you, you could see it and it's something i've suffered from yes, that, yes. This is how i actually discovered it yeah and i still deal with it to a certain extent but right. I, I like i've been working at like dismantling it okay and I realize it just comes down to like taking care of your mental health Absolutely. and dealing with trauma from past relationships. Yeah, yeah, and like looking at your, uh, like I said, like looking at patterns. Like, okay, this is this is something I have to look into. Yeah, yeah. It it was interesting, like just discovering that it was it had a word, you know, mm-hmm. already made me feel like ten times better. I'm sure because like I like for me personally, um, after. My breakup, I had to, my personality was shifted, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I thought, I, I think I brought that in the beginnings of my, my, my next relationship a little bit because I, I, you know, I'm not a very confrontational person. Right. And it, this person made me very confrontational and like, and who I, you know, like maybe say things I didn't want to like say, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like be vicious and I'm not a vicious bitch only right. when need, need it, you know, yeah. obviously I love to take out that card, but, um, <laughs> but, um, I found myself in really like kind of, um, uh, like bad habits, bad habits like, like that I'd even have. And now I'm bringing you. it into this new jam. So yeah, yeah, I totally understand that completely. Well, some people who suffer from pistanthrophobia, Avoid relationships altogether and any type of emotional intimacy altogether. I could see like that. Like they refuse to date. Yeah. They don't even want to like deal with the situation. Right. It's basically what it is, is you're experiencing trauma caused from your past experiences. Right. Right. It's almost like when placed in a vulnerable situation, like meeting someone mm-hmm. or if you have feelings for someone or your feelings are developing for someone. Right. You then feel like it's putting you more 
at risk of being hurt and betrayed. So, so do you think that um, maybe they start relationships and they end it once the feelings start getting um, intense and they just kind of bounce out of the situation before investing time? Yeah. Okay. That's one th- that's one thing or mm-hmm. the, there, there's like people who just avoid relationships altogether yeah. and then there's people who just like bring up conflicts all the time. It's like, you know, like, like jealousy right. and distrust and interrogating and questioning and, and like that's your just mind. Exhausting. Go- it's exhausting. It's exhausting because um, your mind is always going to be wandering like, oh, I text you. Why didn't you text me back right away? Right. Or, I, you know. And the worst part of it, like. Because what it is, it's like in order to like prevent someone else from making you feel the pain that you're afraid of, your body sort of like recreates it. So you're already, you're, you're feeling it no matter what. So it defeats the purpose of like protecting you. It's like, it's almost like your body creates this like, this shield around you to like, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want this person to make me feel this way. So mm-hmm. I'm going to make myself feel this way first because I've already felt it and I've survived it. Yeah. So. Either way, it's like you're you're feeling it and it's like all this anxiety flares up. And like for me, like I've thankfully learned not not to like react when in those situations because I've I've realized that it's like something that I've. That's hard to do, by the way. Yeah. Is not react. It's very hard. In my past relationship, I that's when I made that change because I caught myself like reacting in a way that I was I couldn't control. Mm -hmm. And I hated that I had no control over my like in that situation, I actually had a right to be like upset or angry or had, I had a right to my feelings. Of course. Um, it wasn't something that I like created in my mind. Right. But I lost all power to like negotiate or even have a, like a productive conversation with my partner because I reacted in this way where I like lashed out. Yeah. And then suddenly that issue became about me and my anger issues. Right. And we no right. longer were focusing on right. what, what flared it up in the first place, you know? Right, right. Um, can, I, can I ask you? This is another question. So, because you're like reacting, does that does your partner um, are they afraid to probably share, or they now they are kind of feeling that they have to hold things back from me because you don't they don't know what kind of reaction yeah, well, they're gonna get. Yeah, because I know it, I've I've dealt with that. It probably it depends on what kind of relationship you're in. Like yeah. sometimes. Um, yeah, if you are the type who suffers from presenthophobia and you're re- reactionary with it, you know, mm-hmm. like for no reason. Right. Like, like, for instance, I had a movie date with my boyfriend. Yes. And like he was really late. Mm. And so I'm waiting there and my mind starts racing, racing. you know, and I'm creating all these Stories, scenarios. I'm yeah. like, he could be th- with this girl. He could be doing this. He could yeah. be doing like, I'm like, you drive most, me so nuts. The most evil things I go through in my head, right. all of them. And then like, I have to like talk myself out of it, yeah. calm myself down, do my breathing exercises. Right. And then I don't react. You know what I mean? I've learned to like maintain it within myself, but it's still a lot to go through. But I could see someone then being like, where were you? What were you doing? You know, like, oh, yeah, like, absolutely. That happens all the time. That happens quite a lot. And I feel like. Um, and people think that it, they're, it, it's justified and that's what it is to be in a relationship. But that's. It shouldn't. Actually experiencing trauma, that like revisiting your trauma. Yeah. Because like that, all those suspicions come from someplace. Right, right. I, it definitely comes from someplace because. Um, if if you know like something you say like you're developing all these like scenarios in your head and and maybe possibly you know you, you obviously something obviously happens to you in a past relationship and now you're bringing it on and then you're you're just basically driving yourself kind of yeah. nuts you know no that's the thing like I was in a very abusive relationship yes. that I've spoken spoken about already mm-hmm. and so I'm constantly 
my body revisits those feelings, mm. you know, even when nothing's happening. Like I create, I can create a monster out of nothing. Right. And like I said, thankfully I've learned how to not react, be reactionary, but I still go through the feelings. It's like anxiety. There's like almost yeah. like panic attacks at some point. And that's when I realized I had to do more work on it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to go through some signs. Oh, good. For people to maybe, you know, who are yeah. wondering if they may be suffering from pistanthophobia. I feel like this is something that needs to be talked about. So this is really, I think yeah. it's a very important subject because I know that uh, many people in my life, I don't think they realize I have it. Right. And they're hard, like they, they're holding this in, in, in every relationship and they're wondering yeah. why it's not working because they are, they still hold holding this old, this old dusty bag of yeah. feelings. And they don't realize that it comes from no. the past. Exactly. They're it all comes from somewhere. Trying to you know? navigate their way through this. Yeah. All right. Let's break it yeah, down. Yeah, it's intense. I also feel like a lot of trans girls mm-hmm. like have these ins- insane experiences with relationships with Ugh. men who are like shameful and all yeah. the stigma. So I exactly. feel like a lot, that a lot of women of trans experience may also like suffer from this. Absolutely. Because you don't feel like you... Um, and we've talked about that this week. You don't feel like you um, are worthy of a yeah. healthy relationship, so you're already jeopardizing it because you don't feel like you're worthy of it. Yeah, that's one of the, that's yeah. actually one of the, yeah. the signs where you constantly feel like you're not deserving of of this of, beautiful feeling and yeah. enjoying it, even if it might suck. At least, like you know, like don't go in it. Like yeah, you know. Okay. Uh, a sign is that you always overestimate the worst case scenario. Mm. Check. <laughs> 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 You're always looking for red flags or waiting for the other shoe to drop. Always. <laughs> that's that's with me because like it, it's it's interesting. I and you have friends that do it for you too because they've had the trauma. So oh, they're, girl, gonna, they're they, giving you the red flags and yeah. plus your your flag and yeah. their flags. I'm like I don't need you in my business. <laughs> yeah, they're like no no I got flags for you. <laughs> Go on. Um, <laughs> it's funny because I I also. I had the right to distrust people and be cautious mm-hmm. and be mm-hmm. and be like just protect myself. But right. I realized it was a, it was an issue when I was actually with someone that I did trust, right. and I was with someone that I felt safe with, and I mm-hmm. knew in my core I'm like I'm with a good guy. Like yeah. I feel safe here. He has my best intentions. Right. Um, he is empathetic. We communicate very well. I'm like. And then I'm still experiencing it. So right. I was like, okay, this is something more. This I need to work not, on this. This is not about my partner. No. I trust, I even trust myself that I'm with someone that I trust. So. Right. I need to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Another sign is that you second guess everything your partner tells you. Word. You're always searching for lies. Oof. You're always doing that. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch is like a little blinded. She's very Bobby Povich. <laughs> Also, a Puerto Rican. You know, we are spies, honey. But you know, Libras are human lie detectors. That's what they say. This is true. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, all this being said, I do want to also emphasize that, like, you should still maintain your intuition. Always. And, like, that's something that you should... Trust that motherfucking gut. Yeah, you know, trust your instincts. But also, you know, instincts are very different from anxiety or, and trauma and that's something yes. i had to learn too because i kept saying oh wow yeah what is this feeling like my i think my in, my instincts are telling me something right and i'm like those are not instincts you know that mm-hmm. i had to separate those things you know i had to separate right. like what a red flag was yeah what anxiety was mm-hmm. and what an intu- my intuition really is you know because my real intuition is saying you're in a safe place right and then my pistanthrophobia is giving me all this anxiety and causing <sighs> me to like search for the worst case scenario shit right so it's exhausting. 
Girl, it's 100 because you're putting yourself through some shit. Yeah. And another sign is that you're constantly suspicious of like people you meet, like your partner's friends and colleagues, like, okay. like people that are in their life. Yeah. I, that's another thing. Because I, um, I'm, I, I'm with somebody who has a lot of female friends, mm. a, a ton of female friends. And I'm, I, I feel pretty super comfortable about it, you yeah. know, unless you like, like they're say weird shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, there's always... But there's uh, plenty of people, like, I'm, I've always been appreciative, like, you know, our my homeboy Jason, I've always been appreciative of his wife because she knows she's, like, has a, a, a husband that just has female friends, you know? Yeah. So I've always, you know, I've always... But I've also ran into women that have are, could check off everything on that list that mm-hmm. won't allow... You know, right. their 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 partners to have female, uh, friends. female friends or male friends, Wh- wh- whichever any friends. Any friends basically, <laughs> don't leave the house. Don't leave the house. <laughs> that's a nightmare. That is a nightmare. So that's something. Is is there is there friends and family? Like it's weird. You know, yeah, yeah. It's and like that, a comes from, thing. that comes from a, a place of insecurity uh-huh. yes. and fear. Yeah, and it's it's this, it's a phobia. Yeah, you know, you're afraid of being like of uh, being deceived, betrayed. Yeah. All these. It's like. It's, it defeats the purpose of even being in a relationship because yeah. like, you're supposed to be with someone you trust fully. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Unconditionally. Yeah. Another sign is that you demand too much from a relationship too soon and don't mm. allow the relationship I've to seen flow that a lot. naturally. Mm-hmm. I've seen that a lot in a lot of friends. Um, yeah, because people need that like sort of validation where they're like, mm-hmm. oh, if we're together, you prove it. Like, we need, to, we need to be married now. We need to move in now. We got to do this now. We got to be do, meeting in the family now. You need to text like, me at 10.05. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> Why did you text me? Why did you text yeah. me? Like, it's it's like, like 10.30. I told you to text me at 5. Like, you know, it's, you know, that kind I've seen that stuff before. Yeah. So you, you definitely have to like, <sighs> Yeah. Yeah, it's this, it's like a, this anxiety. You're constantly thinking you're going to be cheated on, too. Yeah, that's yes, like, that's yes. constantly going through your head. It's the cheating, and it's also like, um, am I interesting enough? Like, you know, I want to make sure, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you sure you're okay? Like, you know, I've done that before, too. Yeah. I'm always asking people they're okay, and then I'm like, why the fuck am I, like, do, like overdoing it? Right, right. I'm still, I have a problem with that, because I was always something, I was with somebody who, like, was the emotionally roller coaster? So I'm always asking, like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" Like that was my insecurity. Right, you're like walking on eggshells. Always, yeah. Well, that's that's different because you were actually in a situation where it was sort of like abusive too, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. like mentally sort of manipulation. So a that's lot. something you went through. Like it wasn't in your head. No, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, actually real. That was real. <laughs> um, so like you said before, there's also this sense of being unworthy and not good enough. Right. And you start to analyze how you look and how you act in order to avoid the possibility of being rejected or being broken up with or abandoned. <sighs> that makes my shoulders tense. I'm exhausted just reading all of, this. I know. I need a nap after this, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is, it's intense. I, you know, I do feel tense around the shoulders yeah. even talking about this because the stress level that you give yourself is a yeah. lot. It's a lot. And that's a part of like help like helping to heal from it is being aware of your body mm-hmm. like you just saying that you felt in your I shoulders feel tense like right a now, lot of just talking what about i've this. learned about is like learning how to be aware of how your body reacts mm-hmm. to your triggers because yes. it's all based on triggers you know it's basically you're revisiting the trauma like i said yeah, before. yeah 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 um we should do a printout <laughs> i know we should give it out flyers <laughs> oh gonna, my god we're gonna post this list up <laughs> oh my god so like when it, and when it happens to me like it's definitely like high intense anxiety. Yes. You know? Yes. And it's like, I can't function. Yeah. And I probably can't, it affects like work too, right? I can't work. I yeah. can't write. I can't even read a book. Like I'll be reading a book and I'll read the you letters, drift. Yeah, but, but you're my not mind's paying, you're, somewhere yeah, else. I, I get that. Um, and like something I've done to help 
relieve that is like I have to like meditate mm. and do deep breathing and sort See, of. See, I like, could even do that shit because like, once I breathe, I'm like, where's this motherfucker? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Fucker. Okay, well, I want to talk about healing Mm. and reprogramming yourself to sort of like work on this not being an issue for you. Yes. For people out there. Yeah. And being aware, this list is very good because that's a checkoff list and now you're going to heal from it. Yeah. Being aware is one of the first uh, steps to healing. 100%. And the biggest thing I learned about the healing process is like, you know, you would think that it's about how to trust others. Mm-hmm. But I remember reading this book that I highly recommend to anyone who's looking to do oh. this healing work on themselves, especially yeah. focuses on people who are like creatives. Oh, it's okay. called Break Women Who Run With The Wolves, Ooh, which was name. recommended to me many times by many amazing women in my life. Oh, but I think anyone can read this book. And no, yeah. it's not gendered. Yeah, um, it's by Clarissa Pinkola Estes. Oh. And there was a portion in it, which was like a light bulb moment for me where it was it talked about building healthy partnerships and dealing with trauma. Mm-hmm. And it talked about trust and it said something along the lines of um, it not being someone else that you need to trust in, right. that there will always be a slight possibility of someone doing you wrong, mm. but you need to trust in yourself that in those situations, they won't break you because relationships and bonding with someone else is not something that defines you as an individual. Exactly. Exactly. I, I am strongly, uh, I believe that a hundred percent because I, I, m- most people even know that I have a boyfriend most is like I because I am my own person you know what I mean like I yeah. am me before yeah. I am a couple of anything you know like I think people think we're dating more than I have a, a man in my 1000% you know, <laughs> no one thinks I'm dating either yeah, no, you're, I, you're not even your boyfriend no he's always like when are you going to meet someone I'm like, like I've I been dating someone for like a year he's like are you he's like <laughs> are you sure about that <laughs> I'm like, haven't um, seen him fine is he here oh is he here now oh really is, is he, he in your head <laughs> Is he talking? Is to he you? talking to you? <laughs> no, I believe in that, and also like I find myself like there's nothing like the um, being surrounded by cool folk, you know, like yeah. your 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 bitches. Good environment. Good environment, and I believe that sh- that should be your core definition. You know, like yeah. you shouldn't be just oh you know. You know I've your relationship like, shouldn't define you. No, not at all. Because I've known so many people that have been in long like will drop everybody and oh, they're girl. so focused on this dick and you know like it's and and then when they're gone guess who's calling people are gone yeah everyone's gone you know and like I, I and then who are you because then when you like define yourself by this relationship and then it's not there anymore yeah then you begin to question like who am i or who have i been all this time what did i do like yeah what what have i achieved within myself mm-hmm. for myself. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And like, this is work that needs to be done for you, you know, uh, within you as a solitary being. And that's something that can't be taken away from you. No, with or without <clears throat> anybody, like you, you come first. You're, you, you're not a product of a, this bundle, Yeah, you know, <laughs> Dr. Julian Herskowitz, who specializes in treating phobias and other anxiety related disorders. Say it girl. Helps his patients do so with a shower metaphor. Oh. He explains that if you were to turn on the shower without checking the temperature and it scalded you, oh. would that mean you never took a shower again? Right. If oh. someone avoided showering after a negative experience, they would miss out on the benefits that come from showering, like taking care of yourself and being clean. Well, that's a nice way to put that like shit. That yeah, that was simple too. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What a totally yeah. simple way to think about it. Acknowledging your triggers is another good step um, 
and realizing that you often set off your own triggers yourself, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like especially like we live in an age of technology and social media. And that's oh, like, God, be, that makes people fucking nuts. I know. I, I know. We've all been the victim of the stalking <laughs> of Instagram. It's like a minefield. The, it's vicious. And especially like if you suffer from pisanthrophobia, you have to be very cautious about how you navigate your way on social media because that's you triggering, can girl. Constantly trigger Oh, you liked yourself. her picture? Oh, you liked her picture? <laughs> I was texting you. You were liking someone else's picture? <laughs> wow. I think so for social media. <laughs> that sounded pointed. Yeah. You know, I've dealt with that in the past. I'm like, oh, yeah. No, well, some things need to be checked. I'm not yeah. saying like, you know, I think they're all things within good reason oh yeah and setting boundaries for yourself and your partner with social media that's another topic we should talk about oh that's a whole we get to a poopoo platter of a lot of I shit i think it's okay to set boundaries oh yeah boundaries for sure but like i've been in the situation like um you know you've going you know you're trying to make plans with somebody like a dude or whatever or whoever and uh you're waiting you're waiting you're waiting you're on social media they like the picture like oh you just like you're paying me dust you know like that kind of shit you're like mm-hmm. yeah there's, i mean there's a, there are many things that can go Girl, wrong on triggering. social media and it can like flare up your anxiety all the time and you can just be on your phone and scrolling all day and like putting yourself through this intense like the, it feels awful it's literally it's you get, terrible you get panic attacks when you, you get like and then, I, then I, and then i feel like i'm like what in the tween are you going through too yeah. like why i'm like i'm not a millennial what am i doing <laughs> <laughs> and that's just normal for everyone you know yeah, what i mean yeah. so imagine suffering from pisanthrophobia so i exhausting. think if you realize that this is a bad habit you should set some short-term goals for yourself whether yes. it's like limiting the time you spend on social media yeah or only using it in productive ways and when necessary. Mm-hmm. I think it's important when dealing with this stuff to be conscious. I was yes, reading about like conscious, just being uh, conscious of like your actions and right. like when you're on social media, being aware of like why am I on here? What am I doing? What am I looking like, for? Like, what am I looking for? Am I, is this something? That's yeah, am like, I being Nancy Drew right now? Like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, is this a pessimistic way to yeah. use this tool, which is very dangerous for mental health? Also, am I looking for like? Am I also because since you, you know, again, with triggering and trust and all that stuff, like I'm looking for something yeah. clearly. Like and I'm hard because it's goal so to easy look- to like dive into different worlds on this fucking little phone. Trust me. It's Girl. like I do it all the time. Yeah. But, I, you know, in those moments, I have to like stop and tell myself like, do I really trust the partner that I've chosen? Like I right. feel like at this point, stage in my life, I definitely have chosen someone that I believe I can trust. Like I have to trust right. that I've cho- chosen with the good part of my brain. Right. So there really is no reason to like search for something. Right. So in those moments, you got to kind of, I think it's healthy for people to sort of like reset, step back, reevaluate, mm-hmm. you know, before putting you in a situation that can put you in risk at risk of being triggered. And then like your right. anxiety flares up and your jealousy flares up and your anger yeah. and it's not productive at all. No. And you're basically kind of, um, Self-sabotaging yourself. Yeah, it's definitely 100% self-sabotage. Yeah, because you're like, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this to fuck up. I'm just going to figure out. Like, I'm yeah. just waiting for you to just. And you could always find something. Outside the you lines. know, if you're really digging for stuff, you will find something that will set you off all Girl. the time. Oh, yeah. If you're going to find something, you're going to you're gonna find something. Yeah. And I never look, so I'm kind of <laughs> lazy. I'm like, you better, you better be really fucking sloppy for me to look. Oh, my God. <laughs> Another thing I think that's very important, when, especially when you're in a relationship and dealing with this, is... To know that time and space is of the essence. Like, mm-hmm. make sure you communicate with your partner. 
let them know when something triggers you, you know, and, you know, the best thing for to do in that moment is to take time out and make some space to be alone with your thoughts, to sort things out and yeah. not be reactionary. You know, a lot of people get caught up in this idea of like, we shouldn't go to bed angry or we have to like, you know, let's deal with this now. So we're like, it, uh, it's gone, you know, but like sometimes I, in these situations, I'm like, babe, I need a minute. I feel a certain way right now. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I've learned to not even like bring talk about any topics. I'm just like, listen. Yeah. I suffer from trauma. Yeah. I need a moment to myself to sort out what just happened. Yeah. I don't want to react in a unproductive way. Yeah. So I'm gonna go home. Yep. I'll see you either 24 hours or even two, as long as time as I need. You know what yeah. I mean? If I need three days. To feel like my anxiety's gone down. I've meditated. I've really thought through the situation. I believe in that 100%. I need time. I'm not somebody like, oh, we need to figure this out tonight. No. If we like are having a moment, let us have our moment. Give yeah. me a minute. I'm going to go walk around the block. Because, you know, I've, again, I was with somebody room. that I needed to like, they, you know, we're going to talk about this now and be really aggressive about it. And we're going to go through, right. you know, and I wanted like, to own the situation. Yeah. And then I'm, and I'm, you're going to be happy in an hour. Cause I'm going to crack a joke and you're going to be happy. Even though I called you a cunt an hour ago, but I'm going right. to make, but I want to fuck you in, in, in 20 minutes. Cause now I'm going to be horny and this is how I'm going to feel. And this is how you're going to react. And we're going to be done by 12. Girl. In those moments, I need silence. I need to meditate. I need to breathe. I need to like Mm -hmm. just sort out my thoughts and talk myself off the ledge. I just got triggered. (laughs) (laughs) Just got triggered. Girl, I just got triggered. I'm angry. I'm so so happy. I'm not drinking today. (laughs) And these are not sober. Yeah, sober, sober, sober day, girl. (laughs) But yeah, I I, see. I just got. I just got hot just even thinking about it. See, I'm still like going through my. Yeah, no. Take as much time and space as you need to be alone and deal yeah. with it. Analyze your position and make sure you're not looking at the situation through a, the, a, a lens of trauma. <sighs> That's hard. Yeah. You know what? It's, it's, but you know what? This is great because once you checked off that list and you, 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 know, you, you come to terms with it. Yeah. That lens is going to be a lot more clearer. Yeah. Right? I mean, I've like honestly within like weeks of like knowing that this is like a thing and like and just researching about it and like talking to my therapist about it it's like oh, i it's like not gone i mean it's something that when you deal with trauma it's probably it may be with you always right but you have to learn how to just cope in those moments right and like learning these like techniques and just learning how to take time and be and be and especially being with someone who's like empathizes and right. gives me the time you know if you're like like you were just saying, your past partner doesn't didn't never give you that time. It's so no. important to be with someone who's understanding and gives you that space yeah. and time you need. Like, don't rush my feelings. <laughs> and again, it's it's not being codependent. It's like you know what word. This is an mm. issue that I have to deal with. It actually has nothing to do with you. Codependence should be a part of that list too. Yeah, it's like I maybe I'm triggered <laughs> by something that I invented in my head based on you but right. this is not an issue that actually has to do with you this is my shit i gotta deal with on my own and i'm gonna go home so that tomorrow we can talk about it rationally yes and let me clear if, my if head. at all yeah if at all maybe exactly. it's something we don't need i just need to talk to myself about yeah and then we'll 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 yeah we'll have, we'll, 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 we'll have a coffee about yeah. it yeah another thing obviously is therapy which is a major uh, major component in self everyone needs a fucking tune-up i 
absolutely advise yep. finding uh there's a website called I think lighthouse.org. Mm. Okay. And then like psychology today is a good resource. Yes. Um I believe in therapy. It's 100%. Like so healthy for everyone in general, yeah. but everyone especially needs a tune up. if you can find someone that specializes in trauma and and, yes. and dealing with these Yeah, and don't rush into a therapist. Like no. finding a therapist is like Dating. It's like speed dating. Oh my it god! You're, it's like you're reading my notes. Oh, <laughs> I'm like really? you're reading my mind. Yeah, because I I've I've known so many people that just like okay you'll do and like and then I'm like oh how's it going? I'm like I don't know, but I'll, maybe I'll do more sessions. I'm like no, I mean just no, yeah. Just, I'm like I'm terrible at breaking up with people, but like come on, like this. You is... definitely had a hard time breaking up with your therapist. No, she ghosted me. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, she's like because she already knows it, it's hard for me to break up with people. So <laughs> oh my god, she she. she you out. She, she's like she did you the good service yeah I like <laughs> so her. she ghosted me yeah I think so like we said it's like dating yes. you find a therapist have a conversation over the phone um it was recommended to me I think this is a good advice to have at least two sessions mm. before you commit yeah and and see a few see a few until you find someone who's the right match exactly I, I this is hands down hands yeah. down I believe in that because don't waste your time sitting in front of somebody that you don't feel is your match no and that you feel maybe you have to lie to or like yeah. you feel triggered by also it's like no. I've, I've known girls that have always lied to their therapists and it's like what's the point and I'm like what's the point of you doing this you're just wasting an hour of your fucking life hey, the one person that won't judge you yeah this, this is your this is your moment yeah. <laughs> another thing is just really work on knowing your self-worth Mm. My therapist recently said something that just simple sentences that someone says to you like can really stay with you. They're impactful. Yeah. She was like, why does this queen not feel worthy of this king? Oh, that's good. And I was like, oh, work. What's she doing next You're Thursday? You're absolutely <laughs> correct. What's she doing next Thursday at, <laughs> at seven? I'll be <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Another thing, I think we touched on this before was Trust in your choices. Learn yes. the difference between red flags, instincts, and, and pessimistic thinking. Yes. You know, you can spiral yeah. with this chatter in your brain. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, none of those things are connected. No, learn how to separate them and yeah. evaluate things in a rational way. Cool. And one of the last things is just like I've also learned through therapy is to take time out for myself by myself. Yes. Like, for me, I go like... Every two weeks, I get a coffee and I go to get my nails done. Oh, that's so And it's important. like, I go alone and I'm just like, it's silence. Yeah. And I'm, I feel beautiful after. Me, I'm a walker. I My therapy sometimes is just walking. That's... It's just like just that's clear, 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 clear. And one side, sometimes I, I'm, I'm on 34th Street and I, I end up in like Delancey. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Shit. And you're like, no, I'm shopping. Now I'm shopping. <laughs> no, but Meanwhile, you clear. were trying to run the marathon. Trying, exactly. <laughs> meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, I'm training. We're like, girl, where are you? <laughs> Everyone finished. I'm She's having like, pasta. Oh. <laughs> I'm at Mystic Boutique. I'm training for me. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the sales rack. Oh but my no, God. yeah, absolutely. You know, tr- tr- find, you know, if it's coffee, nails, if, if it's a walk. If yeah, anything. have a lunch alone. Lunch I love alone. having. A, I, I love dining. Eating. I sit oh. at the bar. Oh, I have a a, a sandwich. Oh yeah, maybe a I'm glass a, of wine. Oh, I, yeah, definitely a glass of wine. But you know, for yourself, never feel like also don't don't and don't when when you eat alone, don't be so consumed with your phone either. Just like enjoy yeah. the ambiance, enjoy the moment. Yeah, you know, you, you you can miss a call. 
You know, you can make you can miss. Just have a moment of just looking outside. You know, find a find a, a cafe that has you know you know you know you could see the streets, you see people watch all that shit. You know, Totes. yeah, I believe in that a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, if you can't find me, don't look for me. <laughs> <laughs> I always know what you are. She has a track. I was at Rainbow. (laughs) Well, that's all we have for today. Let us know what you think. Hit us up at allegedlyNYC at gmail.com. Let us know your experiences. Uh, Hit us up on our Instagram. Instagram, all of it, Twitter. Um, Yeah, we always want to know what you're thinking. And we love uh, hearing from you for sure. All right, well, let's get into our freestyle song of the week. Girl, Tim. Is a part of life. Does oh it matter? This, pla- this yeah. album cover is so gorgeous. It's so good. So enjoy your freestyle of the day. Yes, and don't forget to subscribe, subscribe. follow us, click on the buttons on your phone, and share. Like, like, tell everyone about. Yeah, us. tell everyone about us. We're so yeah, cute. We are. <laughs> Till next time. Bye. R.I.P. Walter Mercado. Oh, rest in peace. You're listening to Allegedly NYC.
You're listening to Allegedly NYC. Allegedly. <laughs>